Uh, well, Jake Novak is known to the world as a uh, an editorial columnist of uh, CNBC. He is uh, creator of the Varney and Company show on Fox Business, former executive producer of the Kudlow Report. We know him, though, as host of Novak Now at the Nahum Siegel Network every Monday at 11 o'clock. We also know him as an amazing political analyst, and it is with great pleasure that we remind this audience, as we've been announcing over the last 48 hours, that Jake Novak is going to anchor an election special the moment the polls close in Israel, which will be 3 p.m. Eastern time on Monday. We will go live, and Jake Novak will uh, preside over a distinguished panel for a period of three to four hours, analyzing, informing first, and then analyzing uh, what's going on uh, regarding the third recent election in the state of Israel. Jake Novak, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you so much. I appreciate the fact that you're doing this, and I'm glad we're able to provide it for everybody because, frankly, while Israelis, no doubt, uh, and this I excuse them for, a lot of times we want the Israelis listening to us as well, but the Israelis, no doubt, will be tuning into their regular news sources. Our listeners want to know, and want to know as soon as possible, uh, what the conjecture, what the predictions are based on the election results and the predictions meaning, of course, how many mandates, how many seats, what, are there possibilities for you know getting together and forming a government, et cetera, et cetera. And Jake, I am sure that once information starts to filter out on uh, on Monday afternoon here in the New York area, you'll have plenty of info and plenty of analysis for everybody. Yeah, I mean, we, we're inter- into a very unique situation, not only because this is the third election in 11 months, but it is going to be very difficult other, other than this show to find out this information on Monday night because of a number of reasons. First of all, forget about the American news media. They, have re- they really kind of ignore the, the results anyway. They right. are no longer covering international news in any way, shape, or form. But also, it's the night before the Super Tuesday primary, so they're really right. not going to be focused on it. Even the day after, I don't think they're going to have more than a, a, any mention at all, really, of the Israel election. So that's one important thing. Also, remember that in Israel... Not only is that coverage uh, only in Hebrew, and 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 all the you know Kolokovo to everyone who who can follow that completely in Hebrew, right. but it's not that easy to find on the web. Um, and a lot of Israel shuts down. Election days are national holidays. It's it's actually a very expensive enterprise for the Israeli news networks to uh, broadcast on election night. You would, I mean, it's out, it's an outrageous situation, but they have to pay everybody time and a half. Right. So they are not going to bend over backwards for more English content or to broaden out the, the coverage at all. So I really felt like there was a, a, a gap to be met here, and I'm, I'm glad that we're able to do it. Uh, Jake Novak's with us. You'll next hear him on Monday morning at 11 a.m. and then during our election special that he'll anchor starting at 3 p.m. Eastern time this coming Monday. If you're curious about results and analysis post-Israeli election number three, uh, make sure to tune in. Uh, now, Jake, you've been given the task of putting together some interesting people to speak to during those few hours. How has that gone so far? Uh, it's gone really well. Uh, we have some very interesting guests, people who really understand the situation. You know, that's that's another thing you're not going to get even on Israel. Even the Israeli networks won't be able to give you the kind of perspective we're going to be giving you. Uh, we have Rabbi Yotav Eliach, the writer of the book Judaism, Zionism, and the land of Israel. Many of you know his name and, sure. and his parents, who are very famous people uh, as well in the Jewish community. Uh, Yotav it really understands the history, the politics, and, the, and he will be a very good source for us to kind of figure out what's going on overall, not just, not just, to, not just the day of the election. Right. Uh, Mayor Weingarten from the Israel Show here on this network is going to be joining us. Um, 
a really good reporter from Israel who's been in the United States for a while, Tal Heinrich, who uh, will actually be uh, reporting to us from the APAC conference. I mean, mm. for, uh, you cannot blame APAC for having <laughs> APAC during this election because it's the third election in 11 months. I mean, how can they possibly keep avoiding this issue? Um, so uh, they're going to be going. So she'll be reporting not only about what's going on in Israel from her very good sources there, but also what they're talking about at APAC. We'll get some very good updates there. Uh, Sarah Stern from the Emmet organization in New York will be will be joining us. Um, also, you know, listen, this is going to be a balanced program. Um, I, I, I hope if you want to hear about some of the opposition, for example, sure. to Benjamin Netanyahu, we'll be hearing from Shai Franklin, who is a obviously a very strong supporter of Israel, but a strong supporter of Benny Gantz and the Blue and White Party, and he'll give us. You know, I, I, I'm dying to really hear from someone in a longer form. Uh, some of the reasoning behind the party, other than you know they're they're kind of sick of Benjamin Netanyahu, which I can understand anyone uh, being after a long time has been in office for a long time. Personalities do start to chafe on people, but I think he'll be able to give us a little bit more on that. So it's uh, that's those are just some of the people we'll be hearing from. Sure. All right, Jake Novak is going to be anchoring election coverage, but not for Super Tuesday. It's going to be on Monday, 3 p.m. Eastern time, as results start pouring in from Israel, and he'll have an amazing panel. You just heard part of that panel um, uh, revealed. Uh, who will be discussing the Israeli election and the aftermath of the election? Is there uh, uh, is there a possibility that there'll actually be a government that will be formed? Uh, you'll know a lot more once the results are in and once uh, the discussion begins on uh, Monday. And if not, Jake, we may have to bring you back again for the fourth. Israel election and for a post-election show that time, but I'm not going to jump the gun and, <laughs> and 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 put it in pen yet. Hopefully, we'll have some solid results this time around, and maybe actually a stable government. Who knows? I, I hope so. I, I don't think a fourth election will help anything, <laughs> but that's what we said about the last one. So I just, you know, listen. We'll we'll give you the results. We'll give you the analysis. We will be as objective as we can, but also hoping to pass on some wisdom. As well. All right, I can't let you go without asking the question that every listener wants to ask you, and that is your impression of the stock market in light of the coronavirus situation. Well, what the stock market is doing right now is it's refusing to put a blind bet on the table. I hate to use a gambling term here, but. Why would you put money on a roulette table when the, when the numbers are covered up? Or if, why would you play blackjack with you aren't able to look at the cards? Right now, the markets cannot gauge how bad this virus is going to be from an economic standpoint. So it's They're, the unknown that's, that's guiding this. It's the unknown. So one of the things I tell a lot of people, who, you know, whether they're active investors or not, is first of all, I would not be making any big moves one way or the other. Because it, being blind means being blind. So if you're saying, well, I'm not going to... I'm not going to push the accelerator because uh, you know I can't, I can't see. It also makes sense not to hit the brake because you'll get rear-ended. Right. So the point is the markets don't know what the huge economic effect will be one way or the other. I happen to be in the camp that I feel like the economic effect will be worse for some other countries, certainly for countries like South Korea and, and, and China. I, I don't know how China really will fully recover from this because I don't see companies moving back to China that have already left. Wow. But... Here in the United States, there's a potential for a nice recovery, but I would not make any change. You know, but that, that's not me telling you put a big bet on the market today. Right. That's not what I would do. I would try to take a, look, a good look at where you are and, and, and realize that everything is blind right now, and hopefully we'll know more in the coming days. But the markets cannot be blamed for selling off when it doesn't know enough. But at some point, we should start seeing a flattening out. If we start seeing the market shooting up really, really quickly, I don't think that's a great sign either they, right. until we know something. Do you think today's going to be a similar day to the rest of the week? I think today will be a quieter day 
because no one like because of what I just said. Right. You don't want to be putting. I never like putting a big bet on the market on a Friday anyway. When there's an exterior non-market event affecting the markets. In other words, if you know that the markets are going to move next week because of an earnings report that's scheduled or a jobs report that's scheduled, that's fine. You can make a bet on that. But when it has nothing to do with the market schedule, like this virus, where we could get three or four stories on Saturday or Sunday that change the market one way or the other. It's not a great idea to make a bet one way or the other. I mean, there could be something that really moves the markets higher over the weekend and some positive news, and, then you, and, you, and you're betting against the market. That's a bad mistake, and, that, and, and vice versa. If you're betting with the market and there's bad news on this virus, you know, God forbid, then you're also in a bad position. So I would expect today to be a flatter day, and if it isn't a flatter day, then the markets are being foolish. You know, you've heard me say this before. The markets are often wrong, but they never lie. In other words, when they put money on something, they really believe in that sucker. Right. You know, so I think uh, if they're really making a big bet today, they might. It doesn't mean they're right. It just it could mean that, but it doesn't mean that they believe in something. But that doesn't mean you have to do the t- you you have to do it too. Uh, Jake Novak, you'll hear him at 11 a.m. Monday here at the Nahum Siegel Network, and then the big news: 3 p.m. Monday uh, on an election special that include an incredible panel uh, right after the polls close in Israel. Jake, Shabbat Shalom to you. We look forward to a big Monday. Thanks so much. There he is, Jake Novak. More coming up. It's the Nahum Siegel Network.